0: hey this is vanessa
1: this is carlos
0: and you're listening to retro ad review this is a podcast where we select a couple of random old
1: tv commercials and review them so if you like commercials listen in
0: Welcome to the latest episode of Retro Ad Review. I'm your host, and then I have another host. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so in this podcast, as always, we look at three commercials from yesteryear and then review them. We talk about them, and then we just kind of rank them on what we think they they offer to you as a viewer. This week, we're looking at Juice. So, as kids, we drank a lot everyone of needs juice. juice. Everyone needs juice. We drank a lot of juice. We've already done actually one juice commercial, and that's the minute made commercial, but um, it's in our unexpected guest podcast. So listen to that one because it's really weird. Um, but no, we're focusing on like artificial.
1: Be my favorite commercial in there <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, We're focusing on artificial juices. Um, so that's what we're gonna look at today. Uh, so I think we can just get started, right?
1: Okay.
0: All right. So, first one um, is very familiar, and it's actually really nostalgic. Nostalgic to the point that they brought it back. So here it is, the Hi-C Ecto Cooler commercial from 1989. This summer, coming to a supermarket near you... There's going to be a great
1: new high sea flavor with an outrageous food taste. And what are we going to call it? Ecto Cooler. High sea ecto cooler. Slimer's new fruit drink, you've been
0: warned. That is high sea ecto cooler. Um, So I have a few thoughts. It's so simple. Let me recap it. It's really simple, exactly. Um, It just has the voiceover getting all creepy, and then we're in a supermarket, and then there's a supermarket store guy, I don't know, putting stuff on the shelves, and he's putting up high-C ecto-cooler. And just as he's about to open the box with all the high-C, Slimer pops out, and they scream at each other, and that's pretty much it. He falls over a bunch of cans, yeah. He falls over a bunch of cans, and then drinks a little bit of the ecto-cooler, and goes, whoa, and and Slimer's there. Like...
1: Tiana Reeves. Whoa. Uh he looks kind of like uh, he's 15 or 16 or something.
0: He looks like Michael J. Fox a little bit. Alex P. <sighs> Keaton. Um so
1: with he played like, 15-year-old Marty McFly.
0: Was he 15 the character? Yeah, he was supposed to be 15.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> I always thought he was like a senior in high school or something. Well, that's <laughs> That's extra weird. Ew, all of it's weird. It's <laughs> some whole... old
1: man and a little kid saving time.
0: Yeah, the whole thing's <laughs> weird. Ugh. Anyway, whatever. So here we are. Hi, c Ecto the commercial. Um, I have a comment on Slimer. He looks pretty crappy. Like, in the film, you can tell that it's Slimer is this... Like a gross pup... thing. Well, he's like a puppet, right? Like, he's like a real-life yeah. puppet thing, but he's floating, so it looks really cool. This yeah. Slimer looks like CG before CG got good, and even then it got kind of bad again, but like, he looks kind of not right, I think.
1: Doesn't look not right, but he, thankfully, doesn't look horribly out of place or bad. He still looks decent to me.
0: Yeah, no, no, he doesn't and look terrible. I mean, it is 1989 when you look at it, too, so that, that um, yeah. CGI looks really good for 1989 as well.
1: Is Frank Welker doing the voice?
0: I was gonna ask you that. I was about. That was the other thing I was gonna say. It's like who does the voice for him. So explain who Frank Welker is.
1: Frank Welker is a voice actor who I think he officially holds the the record for longest streak of playing a single character, Fred Jones, from uh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, He's Scooby-Doo, playing it since God. 1969 or something like that. Oh. And he also took over. Uh, Scooby Doo after he died. But one of the things he's also known for is making animal voices and stuff. He did like he does like growling and weird stuff like that. Uh he was like one of the monsters in species. I think he was the species monster. And one of the most annoying voices I hate when he does is uh Nibbler from uh Oh, I have yeah, Nibbler. The other I thing, hate thing I was gonna thing. say, <laughs>
0: no one remembers species <laughs> cut <Cattolitos. laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I did.
0: Does he do the voice for Dino? Because that's very in his real house. I wheelhouse. don't
1: think so. I don't remember. He he does a lot of stuff. He's really like legendary now because he's been there for like fifty something years.
0: This is all under the assumption that he does actually do the voice, and I've just looked it up, and I think yeah, exactly. he
1: Probably does. So anyway, he's doing it during the real Ghostbusters, so might well just grab him unless they just got some guy who did the C J and like babble for a little bit. Ah! I
0: mean, I can do it. Um, so uh, that's that's a slight detour on Frank Welker, who is well loved and well known in the voice acting community and by children everywhere most children but let's go into what L- ecto cooler situation is so there's a whole if you look online especially if you just type in anything online there's like a conspiracy around ecto cooler so it seems as though high c which was a very popular and i don't know if it is still maybe it is still popular i don't drink it
1: i remember we had I it drink- a lot back coffee. when we were kids
0: yeah we did well we Not had ecto cooler by okay. high c oh man i loved Of the three commercials we're going to look at, we drank a lot of all of them. So I think in the, well, actually before the 2000s or maybe mid end of 90s, people thought that all of these juices were good for you they were just full of sugar and artificial flavorings and junk so
1: so they lied to you saying hey it's natural sort of fungus.
0: I don't think natural (laughs) was a common phrase back then I think it was just like you know from the power of juice that kind of thing or you know I think they
1: did because I remember mom gave us granola bars like it said it was natural or healthy or something like that that
0: was during the natural phase I think if we're talking about the 90s but that was like in the 90s about, and stuff it, but if we're talking about before then because this ecto cooler commercial is from the 80s so okay so back into ecto cooler yeah. um it was created to be in concert with okay so Ghostbusters came out in what year
1: um it was 84 i believe no, the the movie came out in '84.
0: Okay, so the movie came out in '84, and then that was a big deal. So they created a TV show called not Ghostbusters because that was already a thing, the Real Ghostbusters. The Real
1: Ghostbusters. And
0: in the Real Ghostbusters, they had a character called Slimer, which was also in the film, but he was some demon more than anything else. In the TV. I'm a ghost,
1: sh- not like a demon. A he ghost. was
0: he yeah he was like a. No, yeah, but ghost, a ghost
1: is like a dead person, like the like the woman in the. Uh, in the library? That was a dead librarian. But what was Slimer then?
0: So, sli- I think they explain it. Like, they say Slimer was, like, a, a beast.
1: Amalgamation of some people's gluttony yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like he
0: that? Yeah, he explains what it is at some point. And I can't remember what it was. Well,
1: Dan Aykroyd's kind of into that stuff, so I think they, they like, wrote into it, like, what it would actually manifest, this and that. So, he's some gluttonous garbage rubber puppet that they glowed and shoved in the movie
0: <laughs> so they, they he explains it and I'm not that well versed in Ghostbusters somebody out there who's listening knows exactly what the line is I'm not is that w- well
1: versed in ghost lore in general
0: <laughs> this is also true so well whatever anyway um, back to Hecto Cooler there's so much to unpack um, with Hecto Cooler
1: like that kid in the in the video
0: it was a tie-in with uh, the TV show the Real, the Real Ghostbusters, where Slimer was a sidekick. He was like a lovable guy. He made slime, but he wasn't, you know, a bad a bad guy. He wasn't a baddie. So Yeah, he went
1: from bad to good to scary to annoying. Yes. Because I found him annoying. And then when he got his own kind of spin-off stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Everybody hated that. Yeah,
0: it sucked. Um well, anyway, with Ecto Cooler, beyond Slimer sucking later, uh, it, was, it was a big enough deal that Hi-C was like, "We need to capitalize off of this this ghost busting craze," and they um, they took this is our, this is debatable. This whole thing is debatable. They took a previous flavor called, I think, Citrus Cooler, and they slapped Slimer on it and just called it Ecto Cooler. And then they resold that. And it was a massive hit. I remember enjoying it. I don't know if it actually tastes any good. I just remember really, really liking it. And more than likely, it's because it had Slimer. It was such a success that even after the show ended, Ecto Cooler was still on shelves about like a decade after the fact. So Ecto- the
1: show ended in 91.
0: When did it start? Like 89 or something?
1: It started like 86 or something. I don't know.
0: Uh, it lasted a few seasons, but even after that, like people may have forgotten about the Ghostbuster Ghostbusters craze. Nobody forgot about the Ghostbusters, um, and Ecto Cooler was still a big deal. Again, it was another okay, big enough so deal that they brought the it back
1: show to in The show ended in ninety one. The show ended in ninety one, and it said ten years. That would be two thousand one. But when did the commercials end?
0: Probably like in '91, <laughs> probably when the series <laughs> ended. Because why would they keep promoting? Because I don't remember growing up anyway.
1: Well, the Flintstones ended like 30 years after the freaking puppet guy. I mean, the Fruity Pebbles and stuff.
0: Fair enough, I guess. Um, but I don't. I don't know. Is the point? The, right. this, we go deeper into the Ecto Cooler conspiracy um, when it comes to what <laughs> happened when they discontinued it. So it looks like it appears that they changed Ecto Cooler into Shoutin' Orange Tanger Green which doesn't make any kind of sense because it's orange and it's green and it's stupid. Um, and it has ugly
1: lips eating oranges.
0: But I think High c denied it um, and then they did another one where they renamed Shoutin' Orange Tangerine Green into Crazy Citrus Cooler, and then they just stopped it altogether. And that, I think, is the end of the legacy of Ecto Cooler. Um, Which is cool, I guess. I don't know. But it's just really interesting that Ecto Cooler had such a lasting impression on people, generally speaking.
1: How? I guess because it was the nostalgia of the show more than the The taste. The taste was fine to me. It tasted like uh, any other products. kind of berry juice.
0: We didn't have it all that often, so I just remember having it once or twice. Not and really. enjoying it. So, uh, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure I convinced myself it was amazing. So, uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is had it such an impact is that, you know, as part of the standard cycle of recurring things and brands trying to, you know, capitalize off of people who now have a disposable income, and when they didn't, when they were three or four or five, um, they relaunched it in 2016. And the other side of it too is that there were, like, liters or gallons or whatever of ecto cooler being sold for like two thousand dollars. So yeah, if they nah. didn't if they didn't try to capitalize on it again, then they were stupid. So yeah,
1: so they brought it back.
0: I brought it back in two thousand sixteen, and then it was retired once again. It'll probably be back on eBay. Probably still is, um, in the coming years. Did they do
1: it for the the film?
0: probably i don't know there's a bunch of there's the going to be another film? there's going to be another um ghostbusters
1: So they're going to bring it back again. Yay. Yeah. They're going to bring
0: it back again cuz i think the son of the director was like the last one wasn't great. We're going back to basics. Like uh, okay, whatever. Right. I saw the film. It was fine. It was enjoyable, I thought. Whatever. This isn't right. about films. This is about the stuff that people ignore. Um, okay, so we're moving <laughs> <Like film. laughs> We're moving we're moving on to the next commercial. Which, again, Mm -hmm. is in our juice theme. And it is. it stars another lovable character that does not come from a TV show or film.
1: Lovable, Scoop.
0: He's one of the top, most well-known. He's like in the Tony Tiger realm of well-known mascots. And that is Kool-Aid Man. So this is a Kool-Aid commercial from 1986. You're cool, so cool, you're hot, hot You play it's
1: good, you're a real hot shot
0: Oh, yeah!
1: Uh-oh! Huh? Hey.
0: Kool-Aid for hot kids. Okay, actually, let me let me explain hot this kids. before we get into cool, it. Cool. So, a lot of this commercial, if you're listening to it, you know, there's not much happening, but there's a whole load of crap happening in this commercial. It starts off with, like, it's like a hot shot. It shows a bunch of kids on in a baseball, like, playing baseball in, like,
1: I don't like, know, Grand uh,
0: Canyon or something? It's like this, uh, it, it's a waste of It looks
1: like, it, the sky looks like it's it's dusk or dawn or whatever with the, the orange one.
0: Yes. So it's like this dusky, sundown, dawn-y... sundown. Okay. So it's this weird, you know, it's not a blue sky. It's like a red, orange sky in a landscape that Pink looks clouds. like, um, the grand Canyon or something. And then it just shows a bunch of kids playing. Uh, and then within this landscape, like a baseball field, a futuristic baseball field pops up and a bunch of kids with guitars pop out. um, kids in baseball uniforms start playing I don't know future baseball where the baseball bat is glowing in a 1980s fashion the kids are jumping and doing absolutely insane like acrobatics it looks
1: like a mix of like 80s new age and 80s uh, prog rock album that is
0: an exact descriptor of what we just watched so as these kids are playing in their futurescape they call, they go, hey, Kool-Aid, and then, you know, the Kool-Aid man comes running down in a baseball uniform, like, I gotta, I gotta get in on this, um, then we cut to Pete Rose, a famous baseball player, baseball player, playing in a stadium, a normal stadium, this isn't, you know, the future Xanadu thing, he's playing, and as he plays, um, he hits a ball, and Kool Aid Man bursts through and catches the ball <laughs> with a giant mitt. And Pete Rose is like,
1: "What?" He steals it.
0: So he steals the ball from Pete Rose and runs off. So he's effectively committed some sort of felony. Um, he's committed multiple felonies because he's just like he burst burst through, and burst through it, stole a ball. Um, And then the kids go, hey, Kool-Aid again. And then he bursts through their futuristic baseball field. Then it cuts to showing, uh, you know, Kool-Aid. The kids start drinking Kool-Aid. They're really excited and happy about drinking. And Pete Rose joins the children on their futuristic baseball field and is like, all right, Kool-Aid man. And then gives him... He gives him a ball. And then the the Kool-Aid man throws the ball. And it says, Kool-Aid... for Hot Kids, which is weird.
1: And the official name of the song, at least according to the commercial, is Hot Shots by Kool Aid Man.
0: Yeah, so Kool
1: Aid Man is a certified Hot Kids. Cool, cool Kids. Oh gosh. It's stuck in my head. <laughs> it's gonna be stuck in my head for a little while. Probably yours too. Fun facts
0: about Kool Aid it was made in 1927 so this is probably one of our oldest juice drinks um, Mm -hmm. in Nebraska in Hastings, Nebraska and basically a guy was trying to figure out a way how to remove the liquid um, from one of his drinks to reduce shipping costs so then he made the powder Um, and then you know it was a big hit he sold it to General Foods General Foods was like, this is great we're going to make a Kool-Aid man out of this Um, and then they made the Kool-Aid man so the Kool-Aid man also started in the kind of started in the 50s but he was pitcher man and he had a
1: the pitcher man.
0: But I think Kool-Aid Man became Kool-Aid Man in the 70s. So this is you know a walking talking six foot tall monstrosity <laughs> slamming into place.
1: with red Kool-Aid in him.
0: Yeah he's got he's like cherry or something and essentially Kool-Aid Man just pops out when children are like tired or engaged in some sort of physical activity and, you know They're thirsty,
1: argue. they're sweating, they're tired.
0: So then they're like, hey, Kool-Aid man! And then he'll, you know, burst through walls, fences, just anything. He won't. And what does he say? Oh, yeah. Well, you did a better oh, one. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, so he, oh, got, yeah. he got his oh, yeah cooler over time. Like, oh, yeah. Like, really weird, but... <laughs> anyway because he's
1: growing older i guess he's another older. one that became
0: super popular so in 1983 um he had his own video games he i think yeah in the 80s it was super big he had his own comic book series called the adventures of kool-aid man it, it and he fought I think against, it was only like, he fought against it was very
1: little
0: a, a band of a band called the thirsties um So then he stopped being in mid-90s. He was always portrayed as like a live-action dude, you know, bursting through crap. Um, But then he became like computer-generated cartoon-style thing, so... um,
1: And then they brought him back as live-action, right?
0: Yeah. Another weird note to bring about Kool-Aid generally as a drink, um, they are targeting in the U.S. the Latinos. Um, So fun fact again, almost 20% of Kool-Aid drinkers are Hispanic and slightly more than 20% are African American. So that's a really common there's a common thing about like minorities drinking Kool-Aid and I guess I guess they do. So Kraft is putting a lot of its marketing budget towards the Latina audience because they see it kind of...
1: I don't know. I guess because it's cheaper or something?
0: Uh Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. We drank it. <laughs> so the other character in this who was a real life person was, was Pete Rose. So I mean, if kids watch this commercial now, they'd probably be like, Okay, it's a baseball guy. But Pete Rose is a big deal. He was in baseball from like the sixties to the eighties mm-hmm. and then managed to Mostly
1: the 80s. for the Cincinnati Reds.
0: Yeah. And that's what he like wears that red cap. So he's kinda known for the having that that happened. He's known for two things.
1: He's known good for two A good baseball player, and?
0: He was a gambler, so he gambled on his own baseball games when he played for and managed um, the, his team, and he denied it for a long time. Um, the Baseball Hall of Fame, like, it pretty much just kind of came out, and the Baseball Hall of Fame voted, no, we're not going to let him into the... He's, not- He's permanently illegible
1: from the list of induction um so He you can't read him ineligible (laughs) well i guess you can't read him because i can't read
0: either (laughs) um so he denied it he denied it for a long time but then in 2004 he decided to come clean and said yep i did and he also said you know what it's fine that i'm not in the hall of fame because you know i did bad um espn even did like a whole investigation, getting like access to his betting records and all this kind of crap. So yes, Peace Ro- Pete Rose, um, was, a is a disgraced baseball player. He's still quite famous and people still do talk about him still being inducted. It's a thing if you're into baseball. I'm not, but I know about this for some reason. Um, and yeah, he, w- he played with Kool-Aid man. <laughs>
1: he did a bunch of other weird commercials he too. did
0: He did a lot of things Um, I think but, during the era of the Kool-Aid Man commercial he was still like you know I think he was still playing so and still super cool he was
1: like I think he was the manager at that point I'm not sure no but no, no the
0: commercial's in 1986 just, and I think he stopped oh wait no he was a manager
1: I have no idea doesn't matter so he was knocking it out of the park and he just stole it and then <laughs> but like why did he agree to be in this weird new age prog rock commercial
0: Maybe because, you know, he was a baseball player, like kids like baseball, and he wanted to support. Well, I guess a
1: money. Money's product. the answer, because, like.
0: Or just he wanted a payday, and he did. And we sure. all know Pete Rose likes some money based on his gambling. <laughs> um, so the commercial's right. wild in so many ways. This is, like, you know, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it because it's just quintessential 80s futuristic meets Americana's
1: stupidity and you know Kool-Aid wow that's true future Americana so okay that's America's future Uh, (laughs) dusk till dawn skies pink clouds and baseball alright then alright what's next
0: next one so next one again it is a juice of some nature I don't know what kind of juice it is actually I don't know what any of these juices are you can't say Ecto Cooler was orange and you can't say Kool-Aid is cherry Kool-Aid's just like a color like purple (laughs) <laughs> um, but anyway, right. So
1: grape doesn't taste like grape; it tastes like I purple. Think, I
0: think they do actually have color, like actually flavors, but we just don't know about them because we don't care. It's just like I like red because that's how simplistic. This tastes are,
1: good right? enough for me as a kid, sugary. Goodbye.
0: Ugh. So next one is also one that was very commonly seen in the cafeteria, and it is a. This is probably our first non-U.S. brand. Well, I mean we've spoken about non US brands before on the series on this, you know, podcast. But this one here. Anyway, whatever. I'm talking too much about this. It's Capri Sun liquid cool skate park commercial from 1997. Sorry. Capri Sun. Liquid Cool. New Capri Sun Strawberry Kiwi flavor, the latest in Liquid
1: Cool. Liquid Cool. Liquid Cool.
0: Right, so to explain this commercial, there's two. I like
1: how we both just saw a commercial and told us to say Liquid Cool, and we just said it. This is
0: this is the power of advertising. So um, the commercial itself is in a skate-, skate park with two kids that are very, very nine Delis dressed. They right, like start them. skating in the skate park, um, but something is weird about them. They turn into the Alex Mack T two thousand liquidy thing to get into the skate park. So they're freaks. Yeah, they're to like begin with.
1: liquid monsters. Yeah, it's like just dissolve and all that. I wonder if the T one thousand is the best one. Oh, T one
0: thousand. Best God, description
1: of what description of what they look like. So yeah, liquid... to,
0: f- to finish off describing. Um, then they just start skating in the park and they skate so hard, so fast that they both turn so back. rad, <laughs> so radical that they both turn into the liquid, their liquid forms again, their silver liquid forms.
1: What <laughs> do they do? They're in like a, uh, a, a dome, upside down dome. Sorry, oh. skate people, I don't know what that's called.
0: It's just like, yeah, it's, it's just a skate.
1: The round half pipe things. Yeah. They take a rope in between them. And then they just start spinning... They create a centrifuge. Uh, clockwise. And centrifuge. they just go so fast, they liquefy.
0: And then they slam into a, a very conveniently placed uh, billboard ad for Capri Sun. And then they pop out of there. Um... You know, like in their human forms. And then they start taking some, a drink of Capri Sun. Some dude who's Some searching beach
1: bum for gold. who's searching for treasure. Um, who has them. one of those metal detectors on the beach. You see those weirdos? Yeah. So
0: they see him, and then they're like, uh oh, let's turn back into liquid before he sees us properly. And then he's like, what? And then the commercial itself, this version anyway, ends with new strawberry kiwi, which was like Well, no, strawberry cooler was my favorite. Strawberry kiwi was pretty cool. New in '97.
1: Yeah, I guess I didn't know that.
0: Um, so the kids sink back into there. So I, I mean, one and go
1: into a drain.
0: What I'm gathering from this commercial is that these kids are actually alienoid things and they just want to skate a lot, but they can't be seen by human people because
1: they're not they're supposed too to. Cool.
0: Yeah, so they're liquid cool, which I suppose but was the slogan. they're the free,
1: in human so. form when he spots them, unless they're not supposed to be on the premises. They're like, ooh, we got to get in here.
0: Yeah, so it's either they're not supposed to be on the premises.
1: Oh, yeah, they are like, because they, they go through the <gasps> chain-link game. fence as a liquid form. You're right. They trespassers, done. what? Horrible children! Wow, there's a
0: lot of people committing crimes and felonies in this series. Um,
1: <laughs> Slimer's breaking in. Capri well, Slimer got trapped in. at the very least. Uh, give him that. Well, anyway, how's he trapped in a box if he's a he's ecto a thing? I think he's Spirit also spirity.
0: Um and Whatever we cool, talked about, Hector cooler man. We're on Capri Sun, so yeah, Capri's... it deserves its own spot. Capri Sun history. It's um it's swiss it's from switzerland um and it's privately held it was introduced in 1969 and named after little did you know an island in italy called capri and from what i've heard people pronounce you say capri sun but you can go capri sun so capri sun capri sun has been distributed in the u.s since 1981 and it's distributed by multiple people so like mondelez international coca-cola Kraft, all these things um
1: and where in the US though? What do you mean? Who where? distributes in the US? Uh
0: I think craft foods? I think craft? Yeah, craft. Um so yeah, so it's it's distributed by different people here. Um and there's not much to Across it. I mean there are things about Caprice on that are a little bit annoying like that pouch like when you missed that stupid like when you got that thing to pierce it and it didn't quite happen and you just end up stabbing it over and over again and then it popped on you, it was awful. Or it, go,
1: or it goes halfway through the thing that like you're <laughs> cutting, so you're eviscerating a, a hog uh, carcass or something. i like, no! Like.
0: Um, so that's one thing. Um, but another thing that was terrible about Capri Sun or that it had a lot of accusations um, was crap at the bottom of the Capri Sun. So some people encountered mold or goo or liquid, not liquid, but some sort of substance. There was like talk of worms. Um, Capri Sun batted this information away from consumers saying, hey, look, if some air gets in there because you didn't properly store it or it's been pierced, there will be mold just like anything else because our product doesn't use artificial flavors, preservatives, etc., And then they realized, hey, no one actually knows this. And then, you know, they got into the gravy train of no artificial flavors and stuff. So they decided to make the bottom of the pouches clear so that way you could see... Um, you know, all the juicy goodness. Gonk you might drink. Well, then you don't see the gunk, but like all the juicy goodness. It's like you see the pure, you know, good to the last drop type of stuff. And Mm -hmm. they started promoting the fact that it was no artificial flavor, no preservatives. So they spun it in a good way. So they're crafty. Uh They're, they're (laughs) they're very, very clever. Um, But there's still issues. I think every now and then of, of Capri Sun having some of those things. But generally speaking, if you don't, you know, get it all pierced and stuff and you drink it by the expiry date you should be fine
1: <laughs> you shouldn't unless be unless they lied this. about the expiration date when they packaged it I don't uh, think so. or the or the supermarket I think did.
0: the food rules are actually quite intense um in many locations
1: yeah oh man but I remember having all that stuff trading it especially if I, you had a flavor you didn't like then you traded it to another person Uh, It was my favorite. Was it the Kiwi Berry or something? My favorite
0: was Strawberry Cooler. It was the best. Again, I don't know what it was.
1: (laughs) I haven't had that in so long. I think
0: I had one. I haven't had it in many, many years, but I feel like I had one post-childhood and it was still refreshing enough just like you know juicy juice and all these dumb little juices are refreshing enough i just don't drink, yeah. i just don't drink juices anymore because they give me an upset stomach so it's
1: well i don't about... drink this type of juices i drink a little more natural stuff and whatever the heck these is are is it natural
0: are they just saying it to you? Uh.
1: i don't drink liquid metal kids
0: all right so let's jump into the review portion of this we should come up with like a theme song ba 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 ba. Uh, yeah, that was very good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of the three commercials, we got to pick our top three. Um, which are going to be these three commercials? Um, all right, of the three, which is your least favorite commercial?
1: Which is the least bad? Uh, my least favorite would probably be Capri Sun. I mean... Personally, I think it has a little more going to it than Ecto Cooler, but it's just these weird kids who had the hip '90s extreme sports, skateboard, rollerblade kind of garbage. Like they pandered to that so much, it was annoying. And then they're just doing, they just turn into liquid and they leave. I mean, I it doesn't sell it to me it doesn't sell it to me like oh it's cool or it tastes good it's just some kids doing cool stuff while they drink it it's and just then some guy looks association. at them yeah
0: um i agree with you actually my least favorite would also be capri sun um i mean for that it's just very generic basic commercial like hey guys um skateboarding slash skating is really cool right now so let's just like jam up on that and say liquid cool um, and that—that's.
1: And the one cheap. we found it, the one we found at the end—it's like blatant advertising. And wait for this one and drink it; it's good. It's <laughs> like you gotta get this. Strawberry, strawberry. kiwi is it does awesome.
0: Sound really good though, because I am a fan of strawberry and I am a fan of kiwi. Right.
1: What do you think of the voice though?
0: Um, who is that voice? Because that's another one of those voices.
1: I don't know, but I—I was I just wanted to compare this voice in the ecto Cooler. This dude sounds like a generic guy that's like told to be cool yeah he was just doing
0: cool voice is what he was doing
1: yeah cool voice he was doing cool
0: voice which I suspect the other guy was doing the other guy did more of a spooky kind of thing and he also was that old school guy that I really liked his voice anyway um
1: so what's your second favorite
0: my second favorite was probably i'm gonna go with high c ecto cooler even though generally with me as is often the case with me nostalgia tends to win out um but mm, personally for me i think this is second i really like um slimer i like that it tells like a a teeny story about how slimer is like it's not that unusual to be like slimer got caught up in something and then freaked someone out and stuff it's a really quick commercial so um i mean yeah. all of these commercials are quick but this one feels you know extra quick um and that's all that's all i like about it i mean it's got slimer. yeah
1: <laughs> i like how it's a tiny little story package into 30 seconds st- even though it's super generic he somehow got caught in the box probably because he was a gluttonous monster who wanted to drink all that stuff and he <laughs> opens the box and he scares the kid and he messes up the thing it's like, How did causes you the mischief me? he usually does which you would know if you watched the show or the movie and he's like, a cute little ugly thing yeah. and then he leaves it's like yay and it's like oh and that's the end of the and story and the spooky voice it sounds like an old man it is an old man oh All hey, of them are old yeah. men so cooler i think his old man voice Kind of soothes me in a weird way. Yeah, it does. It's like, hey, it's Grandpa telling me a nice little story about a ghost caught in a supermarket. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's my second favorite, even though it's even more, probably more generic than. No, <laughs> no it's nah, a little nah, better nah, because it has a story. It has a story.
0: The other one, the other one has a story in a way, but like you have to kind of guess it, um, yeah. which means. What's your favorite? My second favorite, second favorite
1: would
0: be... Was that your second
1: favorite too? Yeah. Oh. No. Well, which one's your second we already... favorite? Acto Cooler. Oh, okay. We already went Capri well, Sun and Acto Cooler. Uh, just... All right, so my favorite would be Kool-Aid's Hot Shots music video featuring baseball player Pete Rhodes. Baseball legend. Because it's just kind of nuts. Freaking orange sky, pink clouds, glittery lights, trails of baseballs and kids in outlandish bright colors. And okay, it could have been that, but then they just throw in Pete Rose because Kool Aid Man has to steal his baseball. It's like, why is he committing this felony? There's a dog. Some dog's chasing him. But why? And he breaks two, he breaks the baseball scoreboard and he breaks. The, the wall where the kids are playing. I was like, what? Kool-Aid. Oh, and I just. And there's like exactly. an orange cacti, and. It's I don't know it's what total mess. this is. It's mess,
0: and I agree with you. It's my favorite because it's an absolute mess. It's like, what is happening in this? What kind of hellscape? <laughs> there's too many of these And weird... it
1: has that freaking song. Hot like, kids. Ooh, hot yeah.
0: kids, Kool Aid. Hot kids drinking Kool Aid. Um, and they're really wearing wild colors as well. Everything's neon, everything's murdering the eyes this girl isn't even wearing a baseball cap she's just wearing like a hat that's cool and you know Pete Rose arriving at the the end everything about it is a mess I really love the ending with the ball just saying Kool-Aid for hot kids it's a great commercial that you should watch
1: on loop oh I just got it because I didn't pay that much attention if you're hot in the sun. Yeah, obviously cool that's what it. it's about, you fool. I thought I was just saying like, oh, you're cool, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like,
0: it would have been Kool-Aid for cool kids, but then but they probably had a I discussion guess... about it and went, we can't say for cool kids.
1: I guess kids would see it like the way I just thought, like, ooh, you drink it, you're kind of cool or whatever, but parents are like, hey, my you're children hacking. are burning up. Oh, my children uh, need refreshment. give a them cool stuff.
0: Pete Rose, quick, give it to them. And then, of course, the very last thing in this commercial is that it has the Kool-Aid man, and he's very interesting, because he's a—he's just wanton destruction in the form of a glass pitcher full of an unknown Seriously. liquid.
1: Right. The, the Pete Rose thing is just weirds. I can accept its own consistency of weirdness, consistency but then of weirdness. a human goes in there. It's like, Well, okay, well it's whatever. a bunch
0: of human children anyway, but whatever So, that is the end of all of the commercials we watched. Um, Cool. So, um, those were all fun. I really liked that last one. Um, But I think that wraps up our thing for today. So, with that, we thank you for listening. Um, Please keep listening. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever the hell. Um, And (laughs) tell your friends about it, too. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page called... At Retro Ad Review, that you can find and engage with us there. We mainly post a lot of um, videos of commercials that we like and enjoy. So, if you have a bunch of old commercials, um, suggest them. Suggest it to us there. Um, it'll be good fun, right? And with that, right, I thanks. think we're done. We'll be back next week or some sort of subsequent week with three more commercials on a topic of our choosing. So we'll. S- or your suggestions, maybe that's also true alright then we're very open cool so we'll talk (laughs) to you later ciao everybody bye
1: see you bye